Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. Hey, how you doing? And welcome to Livewire's Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby, and with the RBA raising the cash rate to 0.35% and more hikes expected over the coming years, we thought we'd take a look at some of the non-bank stocks that benefit from a rising cash rate cycle. To do that, we're joined by Ben Clark from TMS Capital and June Lu from Tribeca. First off the ranks today, we have Coles. I'm sure you've been noticing that your groceries have been costing more at the checkout. I sure have. Bay, I might start on you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Coles is a hold for me, um, even though at the moment the operating environment is great for these guys. Um, people still stay at home somewhat and they still continue to shop from grocery stores. And then with the high inflation, um, these guys, uh, the Coles and both Coles and Woolworth have very strong pricing power. They push through the prices that you're seeing what you're paying your basket size uh, and then they get a bigger cut. So the profit margin grows as a result of that. At the same time, there was a lot of costs that put into the business during the pandemic and these costs will continue to and why same goes for the Woolworths. So uh, for this environment, earnings doing great. Now, only thing that's holding me back to put on the buy is because it's very expensive <laughs> relative to the market. It's cheaper than Woolworth, so you probably prefer this one than Woolworth, but it's still in the mid sort of 20s uh, multiple for the growth it's going to deliver. Its share price has risen around 4% since the beginning of the year. Ben, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, I'm going a hold as well for very similar reasons. Um, the supermarkets have wanted some inflation for years now, it feels like. They keep talking about it in every result and there was never any, suddenly there's plenty. Um, I guess one of the big things for them will be trying to make sure that they can contain the cost side of their business with their suppliers and, and get that widening margin, but I don't think they'll have too much problem doing that. Agree with June Bay, like, you know, you're probably going to see a bit of a normalisation in volumes over, over the next 12 months. But 25 times, it feels also like the part of the market that everyone sort of retreated to while they've waited for the, you know, the carnage that's happened in other areas to play out. So maybe a bit of a crowded area to be in now. Okay, next up we have private health insurance provider Medibank. Ben, why does this stock benefit from rising rates and is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, look, from rising rates because potentially it can put up the, um, the policy prices faster than the cost side of the business. Um, it also has a pretty big investment portfolio and if it can get a higher return on the bonds and fixed interest that it owns there where it parks money while it waits, waits to pay out premiums, then it, gets that, it keeps that money effectively, it's the float. Um, I'm going a hold on this one as well um, and the reason for that is that during COVID these guys had an incredibly unexpected good time because none of their policyholders could make claims in many cases because they couldn't actually get into a hospital to do 
to get an operation that they might have needed. So what the normalisation of the claims environment looks like, I think, is the thing that you want to keep an eye on. We've seen Boopers had a major stoush with Ramsey that just got announced. So, you know, I think the private hospital is going to be wanting to make sure that they get some cost inflation as well and how that arm wrestle plays out will be interesting to watch. Its share price has fallen around 7% since the beginning of the year. Gene Bay, is it a buy, hold or sell? Well, Medibank to me is a sell. Um, it's been a big beneficiary of no one claiming uh, or going to the private hospital. And uh, now, now we will start seeing the reverse of it. It's still not yet happening because the volume is still reasonably weak back into the private hospital. Um, but uh, we will eventually see that come through. At the same time, remember the private health insurance member uh, was on decline for many years before the pandemic hit. So when pandemic first hit um, we've seen those um, uh, people become more health conscious so a lot of people actually signing up to it so they actually got the top line growing and then the cost was not happening so they had this enormous margin and now of course a lot of it have gone back into the pricing and things um, but when that reverses um, it is going to be pretty tough okay our third stock for today is atlas arteria jimbei why can this stock benefit from rising rates and is it a buy hold or sell look that stock to me is more of a hold um, it, it benefits and then they got um, and they get hurt by the interest so it's two ways so let's let's explore the benefit there so in its contract it's top top prices um, the contract is actually linked towards the inflation linked so inflation goes up uh, its uh, revenue goes up so you know that's one side in terms of uh, on the revenue front it's linked directly to the high inflation numbers now the challenge is um, like any infrastructure asset they borrow a lot of debt and then the debt is used to fund those assets now those debts are very sensitive to uh, to the rising interest rate of course they hedged out a little bit but when the rate does go higher when they need to roll their debt it actually hurts their margin so um, you know so net net I would say this co this company is more neutral uh, in terms of um, you know whether it's beneficiary or not um, but I think you know this company I would put in the sort of whole space uh, just because you know it's experiencing that reopening of toll roads um, in those regions where you know lockdown has been very prolonged it's been a pretty volatile ride for Atlas Arteria shareholders in 2022, but now its share price is down around 2%. Ben, is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, I'm going to go a buy on this one, Ali. We, we own it. Um, if you look at the passenger numbers, they're now back to where they were in 2019. So we've seen a full resumption of volumes. Um, as Junbei was saying, you know, inflation in France is almost double what it is in Australia at the moment. So those tolls are going to go up at quite a decent clip. We should get the resumption of tourism this summer with this, the main toll road they own connects Paris to Lyon. So it's a, a very um, frequently traveled road by tourists. And um, you know, I think the CFO, not just of this one, like a number of the infrastructure um, companies has done a great job at using the low rate environment to lock in some of those borrowing costs. So it's gonna be a bit of a while until they start to, to move higher. The only question I've got on it is that the, the duration of the concession in France is starting to look a little bit skinny. They need to try and push that out. I think that might be causing a bit of investor hesitancy, but it's, it's on a yield of nearly 7%. looks pretty attractive. How many years left? I think it's about 13. Well, we asked our guests to bring along one stock that surprisingly benefits from rising rates today. Ben, what have you brought for us? Yeah, look, I, I'm going to go Challenger, which has been a really maligned stock. And it's, to be honest, it's been one I've got wrong in the past. But um, this company was blown apart, particularly by the Royal Commission. Um, it's sort of effective sales force with financial planners pushing their products, particularly bank-employed financial planners. Um, but it was also the move in rates to zero. You know, annuities don't sound particularly attractive when you're locking in maybe a 1% rate for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think during this period, the management's done a great job at pivoting away from retail and it's 
much more closely aligned to institutional solutions for annuities, particularly things like inflation linked annuities and um, more boutique um, solutions to problems in, in big licks. And, um, you know, it feels like there's earnings momentum coming back to this business. And I, I think the retail side will start to pick up once you can start to lock in much more attractive yields. And we've also seen, you know, the financial advice industry, it feels like for the first time in years, it's starting to calm down. Um, number, people aren't moving around as much. So potentially that could work for them as well. Okay, over to you, Junbei. Your time in the hot seat. What stock surprisingly benefits from rising rates? Um, look, I, in my mind, there's a group of them, but I would just say computer share. That's the number one benefic benefit from the uh, from the high interest rate. Um, actually, surprisingly, a lot of people, it's, it's a registry business. How would they, well, they hold a lot of cash, uh, cash accounts. So uh, with the rising rates, they extremely, the earnings is actually extremely sensitive to high rates. With every 50 basis point increase, um, uh, the earnings up double digit. Now, uh, over the last few years during the pandemic, um, they the company, when the rates was going down, was going the other way, um, they put some hedges in place. So it just, it's going to take some time to play through uh, but the earning is going to be significantly upgraded um, and uh, even at the current um, sort of spot or consensus expectations for the bond yield um, you know this company will be earnings could be upgraded something between 30 to 40 percent okay well that's all we have time for today what a great way to end this episode if you enjoyed that episode give it a like and remember to subscribe to our youtube channel we're adding so much great content every single week Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.